Summer is almost here. Don't you want to go to the beach with thicker, gorgeous, beautiful locks and everyone goes, hey, I love your hair. And you go, Nutrafol, baby. (laughs) You know, something along that lines. Well, take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering my listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and you enter the promo code TSFS. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and hairstylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. I recommend it. I've been taking Nutrafol for years. It's how I got my hair back thicker and not falling out in chunks after I had KJ. Now it's your turn. Nutrafol has been on with me for years, and that's because you all continue to buy, and it really works. I love it. Now it's your turn to love it too. Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com with the promo code TSFS. That's Nutrafol.com with the promo code TSFS. Via Hemp, let's talk about it. Via Hemp offers THC and non-TH craft cannabis experiences. Now, I love a non-THC option when it comes to your overall wellness. I'm talking sleep aid, maybe anxiety if you have that. Well, that's where Via comes into play. And did you know even a non-THC option if you're doing fertility or IVF can be helpful? Look into that. Well, Via is incredible. You got to be 21 plus. You can get 15% off with my exclusive code TSFS when you go to ViaHemp, V-I-I-A, hemp.com. They have all kinds of lifestyle products. And like I said, the best part is with the THC or without, so you don't have the buzzy buzzy. Don't you love my cannabis lingo? I mean, the buzzy buzzy. Anyway, I'm unique. What can I I say, look, order now. You're going to love Via Hemp. Use the code TSFS to receive 15% off and a one-time free sample of their award-winning gummies, 21 plus. That's viahemp.com and use the code TSFS at checkout. Support the show. Tell them I sent you and enhance your everyday life with Via Hemp. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped. Streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Oh, we're in for a special treat today. By the way, by the way, should we keep Phrasiacs as our, you know, Teresa Giudice has the tree huggers. Taylor Swift has the Swifties. And years ago, Sammy Kay had labeled everyone Phrasiacs. But I don't think people really want to be called a Phrasiac because it's almost like Howard Stern's whack pack. It's not really an honor. You know what I mean? Like if you're a Swifty, well, is it an honor? Maybe it is. And maybe the joke is, I mean, I am wacky. So, uh, you know, and I'm a maniac, literally and figuratively. I am a mainer and I'm a bit of a maniac. So I don't know. Maybe it's fitting. Should we keep phrasiac? I was trying to explain to someone the other day. People were like, they, I met some new people. They started listening to the podcast and they were like, what's a phrasiac? I'm like, well... They're like, okay, I get, yeah, sure. Anyhow, just just wondering um, if we should change it. You know, you can always hit me up with a DM at the Sarah Fraser Show on Instagram. 
Ah, all right. How are you guys? I hope for those of you who are mamas that you had a wonderful Mother's Day. Um, it, it was an interesting Mother's Day for me because, well, actually, it was a wonderful Mother's Day. Um, I had a great time. Schman took us out to brunch here in Los Angeles. I love brunch. And I love brunch in L.A. because if you go somewhere in Beverly Hills, you know, I've had the paparazzi member on who tells you Craig's and Avra and um, the Beverly Hills Hotel and all these places um, really have tons of celebrities at them all the time. And I actually had a celebrity sighting that I'm going to tell you about. So anyhow, I absolutely love everything um, – that, that happened at Mother's Day. But it, it was interesting because a friend of mine hit me up and she said, well, what did Schman get you as a gift for Mother's Day? And I was like, well, nothing. Just he took me to brunch. And she goes, oh, that's it? I don't know why. I was like, are you guys over? In your relationship, do you still give each other gifts? I'm getting sort of over it. I don't know. But then somebody said to me, he didn't even send you flowers? I was like, no. Should he have sent me? Maybe I have low standards. <laughs> Should he have gotten me a gift? Taking me to brunch. And you know, you know I'm a pricey bitch. You know I go high end, right? So I I wanted to go to the, the Polo Lounge, which by the way, if you come to LA, if you're visiting, you should 100% go. It's at the iconic Beverly Hills Hotel. So many things have gone down there. Marilyn Monroe used to stay there. I mean, it's so iconic and celebrities still go there. And right after we left, we did not see them, but Jen, Jennifer Lopez and Ben Affleck went there. And, you know, hopefully their relationship stays on and they continue to have more Mother's Day, but it's not looking promising, okay? <laughs> I don't know if you've seen all the videos of them fighting here in LA, but it looks contentious, okay? The man looks miserable. But anyway, so we, but people were saying, you know, he what, what other gifts? I'm at the point, I don't, I told him I don't want any other gifts because the only gifts that I, that I want are, you know, I'm a pricey bitch. Like I want expensive things. And now I only want Chanel handbags or an Hermes. And I'm not getting an Hermes because let's be honest, they're like $25,000. And you you go in and you have to be like, like they have to pick you and decide if they're going to call you and like let you buy an Hermes bag, you know, whatever. I don't give a shit about any of that. But I do love a Chanel. And the reason I like Chanel is because I heard TikToker Scott Nathan, if you don't follow him, he's the horror whisperer. <laughs> you know, I love sugar babies. <laughs> Well, he is a consultant to sugar babies, and he tells every sugar baby there's only two handbags that you ever want that ever appreciate in value. It's Hermes and it's Chanel. And on top of that, you never buy a woman's watch. It doesn't matter where it's it's from. The only watches that increase in value are men, high men's watches, high, high end Rolex. So now I'm taking all the sugar tips from him. So I'm like, if I want a gift, it's it's Chanel. I kind of felt bad. I was like, God, maybe I should ask for more from Schman. But what do you guys, I mean, Schman and I have been married almost four years. I love him. He's so good to me. I just, I don't know. I guess I'm kind of over the gift giving. And, you know, you all know this following my journey because on Tuesdays I talk about my personal life. Uh, I might be buying a baby and I might be buying, and I want to buy a house. So I want both, you know. And as you guys know, the cost of fertility treatments and all these things. And then, of course, to buy a home in Los Angeles Hunty, you can't get new construction like you could in Northern Virginia for 800000 You can't even get that. So I, I just don't want gifts anymore, but she made me think for a second, should I be demanding more of Schman? Do you ever think that about your partner? Like, 
you kind of get into this thing where you're like, I, you know, if I want something, I'll buy it. And I don't really ask a lot of them. And, and to be fair, poor Schman. You know, Schman has tried to give me gifts and surprise me. He, he After KJ was born, he went to Costco and bought me a watch. <laughs> I know, I'm such a bitch. You can just write to me right now. I'm such a bitch. But I was like, honey, no, like, no. I, I March right back there and return this, okay? They might have given you 30 days, but I'm not giving you 30 hours, sweetie, okay? Give that back. <laughs> Nothing against a woman's Costco watch, but now, you know, now I watch Scott Nathan's TikTok. They aren't worth anything, all right? We got to make wise investments here. So poor Schmanny, has been beat up a little bit. But anyhow, I hope you had a nice Mother's Day. You know, I think I might talk about this with Natasha Elisa this week. But I see more and more around Mother's Day, lots of videos. I think it's because I'm on TikTok a lot more. And once you watch one, then the algorithm shows you 10. But there was a lot of people like, mother. I hate Mother's Day because, not because, look, it's so hard. If you've lost a mother, it, it, Mother's Day is so hard. I can understand not going on it. I, I, you know, thinking about my dad for Father's Day. Now, because my father's been gone for 25 years, 26 years, you know, I like I enjoy seeing pictures of people with their dads or reposting my dad. And, you know, maybe you just emotionally get a little emotional thinking about him. But I don't mind. Um, I don't mind going on social media, but I know everybody's at a different place. And I can understand if you're trying to become a mama. I, I have some girlfriends who are trying to become mamas. Um, that is very difficult. And then the other thing that's so difficult is... Um, if you've lost a mom, so I understand that. But there was this real movement on TikTok about how women aren't appreciated, uh, even in a relationship where a man helps out around the house, uh, you know, as a father, women still, and uh, we have to work and still take care of our children. And I'm like, I don't know, do, do some people feel like there's just a group of moms out there that want a fucking badge every day that they're a mom? I mean, I'm sorry, like, I, you know, this is a tough, being a mom is a tough job. I found it especially hard postpartum. You have so many emotions and hormones and, you know, you're trying to keep your baby alive. But I just found this like whole group of moms on TikTok about whining about, I'm like, I, I just, to me, I see things so differently in life, whining about how, you know, there's no, um, you know, people should value you more in society. I'm like, I don't know. I I have to say, my experience has been completely different. My experience is I've never experienced mom shame, even from mommies who were like anti-C-section, anti-epidural, anti-don't do... I mean, I had people, I had women send me their birth plans of all the shit that they wouldn't allow. They didn't want their kid to have a vitamin K shot, which by the way is what your child gets like, I think the day they're born. Basically, it's to help clot stop bleeding. If there were something to happen, if they were to have a little hemorrhage or something, um, because they've just come out of your vagina or they've had anything, it it's you know can be life-saving. The jelly on their eyes is also, again, the chances of something infecting your child's eye, like a virus, right? They pick up a virus from a nurse or whatever. It's so tiny. But if it happens because they're so little and they don't have an immune system, that jelly that they put on is almost this protectant for a day of like antibacterial so nothing can go in their eyes, right? People are like, don't use that. Don't use that. So anyway, all I'm saying is these moms who were uber like had uber judgments about that no one ever gave me shit about having everyone was like do what's right for you you shouldn't the only birthing plan you should have is the one that's safest for you and your kid like these were people that were hardcore breastfeeding now look they're probably talking shit behind my back but 
nobody ever said any of this stuff to my face. Like, you know what? You should really be breastfeeding KJ for more than three months. The nurses at Virginia Hospital Center, shout out in the DMV. You should definitely have your baby there. They were like top notch. They brought me homemade chocolate chip cookies every day, uh, virgin smoothies. I, I was obsessed with that place. I mean, you're paying for it through your insurance, but regardless, I loved the service. They were like from night one, they were like, do you even want to bother to, like, you don't have to do it. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, don't you, shouldn't you guys? I thought there was all this benefit. They were like, here's extra formula for the night if you don't want to, if you feel not feeling like doing it tonight. I'm like, thanks. Anyway, I have not been mom shamed. I, I experienced one thing of mom shame when I had my miscarriage the first time. And some woman who was just a prick slid into my DMs and she goes, well, you know, you want to know why that happened, right? You you drink all the time. That's why it happened. And I was like, all right, bitch. And I never responded to her because I don't give that kind of fucking energy. I just, I don't know. Look, this is like, it just irritated me this weekend because I'm like, hello, we get one day to universally celebrate. And most people are very happy unless they're going through, of course, something very traumatic. And I know there's people that had horrible moms. I get that. Horrible dads. But you know, it does seem like it is the one day for us to celebrate. And I just think society's getting better. Sorry. I do. I mean, I think, I'm sorry. I, I think of what my mother lived through, my grandmother lived through. They didn't, my grandmother, like they didn't have the option to dream about huge careers they wanted. And now there's more dads that stay home than ever or your partner that stays home as ever. Like, I just think that's like enormous fucking progress that we've never seen ever before in our lifetime. And we're, it's so shitty for women. Uh, what? I mean, yeah. Look, should should we get longer maternity leave? A hundred percent. You know, should should childcare be more affordable across the board? But I just feel like our grandmothers, who like a lot of them, you know, for religious reasons, didn't even believe in birth control, had eight fucking kids, and they didn't even have YouTube. These kids couldn't watch. Like it wasn't like you could plop them in front of Cocoa Melon for the day. Now I'm like, I'll have eight kids because you know what? If I'm having a down day, kids get on the sofa. Here's Cocoa. You know, I mean what? Anyway, chat my ass. That's what it was. So, but it was funny. I got a shout out. Do you hear that? That is the sound of the brand new and delicious You Natural Conception for her in their juicy strawberry gummy flavor. Oh my, this is now my favorite thing to take. It's a fertility aid. If you haven't heard about them, they are unbelievable with thousands of five-star reviews on Amazon. Go and read them for yourself. And they're famous for their conception for her and conception for him formula, which Schman, my hubby, has been taking for over a month because it takes two to tango. Conception for her fertility aid is a well-researched baby. They have ingredients like ashkawanda, zinc, magnesium that can help you on that journey to have a healthy baby. So what are you waiting for? Go and order now. You're going to love it and I want to hear from you. Check out You Natural on Amazon and use code FRASER20 for 20% off Conception for Her, Conception for Him, and the Conception Bundle. That's EU Natural on Amazon or follow the link on our website for 20% off Conception for Her, Conception for Him, and the Conception Bundle with the promo code Fraser 20. That's F R A S E R. The number's two zero. Want your life back? Order Hungry Root. It's actually as simple as that. Truly, Hungry Root is the best meal kit service I have ever worked with because they have meals that take 12 minutes. Guys, if you are a busy mom like I am, KJ now just started swim lessons. And on the night that he has swim lessons, we're not home until six. I'm trying to make dinner, trying to get him rested and down for bedtime. When I see that number 12, and I know in 12 minutes I can have a healthy meal, I'm turned on. All right. (laughs) 
You will be too. Hungry Roots website, so easy to use as well. You just go, you can type in a type of cuisine or if you like chicken, or you can do preset where you tell them you're vegetarian, keto, or you're a meat lover. Right now, get 40% off. My listeners are getting 40% off your first delivery and free veggies for life. Just go to HungryRoot.com slash TSFS and get 40% off your first delivery and get your free veggies. That's HungryRoot.com slash TSFS. Don't forget to use my link so they know who sent you and get 40% off right now and free veggies for life. How ironic. I love this. Got a new podcast for you to listen to. Yes, I do. It's the Dr. John Delani Show. Schman and I were actually playing a clip from Dr. John's podcast because he was doing the topic of our youth travel sports ruining families. Well, Dr. John Delani has over 20 years of sitting with families and dealing with hurting people and mental health issues. He has a PhD in counseling. Delani walks alongside real people as they navigate tough decisions. And this is actually something that I really enjoy about his show. It's caller driven. I I feel like I'm going to have to get a caller driven show, Dr. John. I love this. Anyway, listen to the Dr. John Delani show wherever you get your podcast, or you can follow the link in the description of this podcast episode. I always make it very, very easy to find my sponsors and people that I partner with. So start downloading and listening today to the Dr. John Delani podcast. Enjoy. Oh my God, this was so good. Uh, on my Reddit page, because by the way, I have a Reddit, The Sarah Fraser Show, um, Mama Frage. We put up Mama Frage. If you guys, this is a deep cut from back in the day. I got to shout out Danielle, who's been a longtime listener. Danielle sent me clips. She goes, Sarah, do you remember the legendary time on Hot 99.5, The Kane Show, when your mom was on and sang Bad Romance, Lady Gaga's Bad Romance, and then sang Like a G6, and they auto-tuned it, and it was so good. I said, no, I totally forgot. Um... So here it is. Take a listen. I think this will make your day. I started to wet my pants when I had heard this again. I mean, it's been it's been over a decade since I heard this. Listen to this. I wanted to play Sarah's mom auto-tuned. I oh, haven't even oh, heard this. You haven't? Voice. No, I am dying to hear it. Yesterday, we played you Sarah's mom. Basically, we <laughs> sent Sarah's mom the lyrics from Lyrics.com for Bad Romance and Like a G6. Yes. Her mom has never heard either song. So we said, listen, Alicia, sing it like you think it would sound. And so she did. And it was so bad. It's so bad. Uh, and it gets worse. Are you ready for the auto-tune version? Worse. Do you want to play the, a little bit of the original first? Yeah, and then yeah. you can hear the original first. Right, so here's some it. of the original for Bad Romance. I want your leather stud kiss in the scene. I want your love. Love, 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 love. I want your love. <laughs> yeah. You know that I want you. And you know that I <laughs> need you. <laughs> I want it bad. I want it bad. Bad romance. I want your loving, and I want your... Oh, jeez, I lost the thing on the computer here. Wait a second. <laughs> That's the best one I did. That's the best one. Oh, jeez, I lost the thing on the computer. All right, here's Bad Romance, auto-tuned. <laughs> I want your love and I want your 
guys. I have to go to the bathroom. I know. Wait, you wait, 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 wait. Your legs like you're gonna I gotta give yourself. mad love to <laughs> oh Scott. Scott, <laughs> Scott gonna... Lester is the man. Oh, Scott that was great. Lester. Scott's our produ- my producer Scott for Club Kane, and he did that at home. Is the freaking man. Are you ready oh, for Auto Tune G6? Oh Here you go. kind of emotional r.i.p to kane it was just like oh my god brought me back we had so many good times we did have so many good times and obviously i've talked a lot about the bad ones but you know i i love remembering it It, that was a lot of fun and how we used to incorporate mama fraise so mama fraise had a good mother's day and i hope you guys did too uh so i teased that i saw some celebrities oh my god not some major kanye west and his new wife oh she really does look like Kim Kardashian, by the way, and you know, in real life, even more so. Did you see this picture that's floating around of them here in Hollywood? I saw them. I think they were, I think it was the same day. They were leaving an Italian restaurant, saw them here in Beverly Hills, and she does. She's like enormous tits, and, <laughs> but I thought he looked good. That was it. I didn't speak to him. There was nothing. I think Kanye and I made eye contact for two seconds. Not that it means anything. But I did, I was like, oh, shit, there's Kanye West. Okay, all right, he's out and about. He looks good. I hope all is well. Anyway, <laughs> oh, you never know who you're going to see here. I love all the celebrity sightings. Let's talk some pop culture news because obviously that's what I do. Actually, before we get to that, um, I did want to tell you two things. Reddit, obviously, that's where we first posted the clip of my mom being auto-tuned. Shout out again to Danielle. If you have any funny clips from The Kane Show, feel free to send them, the Sarah Fraser Show at gmail.com, or just post them on the Reddit, which is Sarah Fraser Show. Second thing, I want to thank a major new sponsor. Ladies, most of us, I didn't even realize this, 10% of all women will have a hernia and 25% of all men. I know a lot of you are married, dating with your man. Uh, Maybe your dad has a hernia. You need to call Boston Hernia or go to bostonhernia.com slash TSFS. They are some of the top hernia doctors in the country and they are raising awareness because Hernia surgery can be one of the biggest surgeries that leads to long-term chronic pain. That's right. Why is that? Because most of the time when you go to your general doctor, they refer you to a general surgeon, a surgeon that does all kinds of surgeries, doesn't specialize in hernia surgery. So serious. BostonHernia.com, Dr. Fullington, and Dr. Uh, Mickey, they do, and Ryan, Dr. Mickey Reinhorn, they specialize just in hernia surgery, okay? If you live in Washington, D.C., if you live in Boston, obviously they're in the Boston area, you need to go, you need to tell a friend. Even if you don't, they do telehealth uh, visits that you can do through your insurance. They accept almost all insurance low narcotic use. Most of their patients don't even use heavy narcotics. So if there's someone in your life that doesn't want to be on serious pain meds and has to have hernia surgery, bostonhernia.com slash TSFS. 
make your appointment right there. You can call. They'll check your insurance. They'll get you in. They'll make a tele-appointment. You may even decide it is worth going there. They are that specialized. Do not, we all love our general doctors, but you need a second and third opinion. Do not just take your doctor's word for it. See the hernia specialist, bostonhernia.com slash TSFS. Martha Stewart at 81 years old has become the oldest woman ever to grace the cover of Sports Illustrated. Are we here for it? Have you seen these pictures? I'm telling you, age ain't nothing but a number now. I I love it. I love it. I'm going to say it. I love it. I'm going to say it. I think anything is possible now. I really do. Anything, anything is possible. She's the oldest woman ever. She looks fantastic. She's in a white bathing suit. Her popularity has skyrocketed as she's gotten older. And honestly, my hot take on her is, you know, everybody like thought she was a crook. And she was obviously like she had insider training tips and then acted on them. Went to jail. But now, I mean, when you see what Jen Shaw has scammed people and done, what Tom Girardi has done from Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, do we even think it's that bad? Like, at least she didn't, like, scam people like these other assholes did. I mean, it's kind of like the Chrisleys, although, again, you know, I think a lot of people that, I think a lot of people lost their jobs at the banks that they screwed out of, you know, millions of dollars. So she looks amazing. And I will tell you, that's the thing. You know, I know you guys, some of you have been inspired by my journey. Others of you have been confused. (laughs) It's somewhere in between because I do tend to overshare, which is confusing. It's like, you know, because you have to try a lot of things when you're an entrepreneur. And I am an entrepreneur with this podcast. The podcast is seven, this baby is seven years old. And we've been through a lot of transformations. We were Hey Frage. We've had co-hosts. We have no co-hosts now. We just have friends of the show. We were in D.C. We were in, we were out in Leesburg, baby. Now we're in L.A. But I just think I find here in Los Angeles one of the biggest misconceptions is there are people, when I go out and do stand-up comedy, when I do podcasts, there are people of all ages thriving, you know, shining and succeeding. So age ain't nothing but a number. And this is, again, this is why I have such a problem with these fucking complainers on TikTok. Women more than ever. I'm sorry, two decades ago, they wouldn't have put an 81-year-old on Sports Illustrated, the cover. And now we have one. Like, women are making progress. I just can't take, like, the, oh, woe is me all the time. Some people, yeah. You know what? Some people really do get hit hard with, and some people get a lot more than others. And that person has the right to be down for a while and reach for help. Everybody has, you know, should reach for help. But I just hate the fucking whining about... I've seen it all over TikTok. So I think celebrate. I love Martha Stewart. And also, if you are listening to this and you're like, I'm 44 years old. I don't know if I can recreate. Yes, you can. This is like, you could be on the cover too at 81, showing your snatch to Sports Illustrated or whatever industry you're in. Now's the time. Don't wait. More than ever. People are less and less age discriminatory unless you're President Biden. Okay. Sorry, he and Diane Feinstein. You know, I mean, that's it. There is like a, a tipping point, but you know what? I mean, if Martha doing terrific. Um. Okay. The other big thing to know, because I will be watching today. I haven't had a chance to watch it yet. Martha Martha Stewart. Uh, Anna Nicole Smith. The documentary has dropped on Netflix. Have you watched? Oh my god, I can't wait. Can't wait. I loved her. Oh, my God. I loved her. I used to love her when she would go on Howard Stern, which is really horrible because she was, like, pilled out and an alcoholic, of course, died of a cocktail of drugs in her system and left her beautiful daughter, Danny Lynn, 
um, behind. But, you know, this is supposed to be a very explosive documentary going like giving us never before seen things. I'll be curious to see because I do feel like we know a lot about our life. You know, she grew up, I think, rather poor. She married that really rich 90-year-old. She had to go to court with his family because he did change his will, I think, in the last, like, year of his life. She got, like, a major fortune. And then, you know, I don't know how much money she actually died with. I don't think it was much because she was living down in the Bahamas. And remember, sadly, her son who died of a drug overdose? And that, like, set her over the edge. It was so tragic her whole life and then she had that like scuzzball I'll be so curious to see how they address Howard K. Stern here was her longtime manager is anyone still following or no one cares that much about her as I do (laughs) I I loved her I just I just I don't know I thought she was gorgeous I thought they'll never be I mean name a more iconic modeling shoot than her guesswork those guest jeans I just I don't I don't know you know she was that blonde Marilyn Monroe bombshell that we only get like once in a lifetime. The wait is over. That's right. Season five of the Kardashians is here. Just when you thought life couldn't get any faster, they're punching it up into overdrive. Chris, Courtney, Kim, Chloe, Kendall, and Kylie are back and continue to defy expectations in all their endeavors. So get ready to go behind the glitz and glamour of the most iconic family on television. The all-new season of The Kardashians premieres May 23rd, streaming on Hulu. Ten years ago, I lost 60 pounds mindful eating, and today I have kept the weight off. I never think about food. I never count calories. Honey, I don't even use one of those darn trackers or apps. I live with food freedom, and I want that for you if you are ready and you want it. And that's where My Optimal Body comes into play. Visit MyOptimalBody.com to request an appointment, and be sure to let them know that the Sarah Fraser Show sent you so you can qualify for a free personalized assessment plus a bonus free 30-day supply of of their gut repair product when you sign up for a customized plan. That is myoptimalbody.com to request an appointment. Why I wanted to partner with Dr. Applin is because he is a doctor that gets to the cellular and gut reason of why you can't lose weight and keep it off. They also work with your mental capacity as well. So many of us are emotional eaters. They address that and their clients see long-term success. If you are ready to lose weight, keep it off, and you don't want to do crazy Ozempic, myoptimalbody.com and tell them the Sarah Fraser show sent you. Just saying. So it does start, it starts today. I can't wait. I'm going to do a full review, but I, I, I love to hear what you guys all have to say. Um, the other thing that people are all wound up about is Taylor Swift is being called this generation's Michael Jackson. I kind of agree. I'm sorry. I, I look these, I mean, I, the only, only person who I think could maybe is maybe just neck and neck with her is Beyonce. That's it. I'm sorry. I don't, I don't think people care that much about Harry Styles. I just, I don't. Or Justin Bieber or who else is like huge. Um, Selena Gomez. I don't think people care as much. I mean, they have Selena Gomez has like Uber legions of fans, but the seeing the images of people at these Taylor Swift concerts, like women of all ages, this is what is reminiscent to me about Michael and the Beatles. Because it's one thing I think when you can attract like a young audience. I think I think Harry Styles, although I would go to a Harry Styles concert, attracts younger. I, I mean Taylor, it's like it's nothing I've ever seen. I, I really do think in our generation, I, and I 
we'll see how Beyonce's tour goes. My understanding is Beyonce's upcoming um, tour is even more, the tickets are even more expensive than Taylor Swift. I don't know. Is that going to hinder who goes? I, I'll say this. I, I respect, of course, I respect Beyonce and Taylor immensely, right? But I've never been a huge fan. Like, I've never been a huge stan of either. And someone wrote to me and they go, oh, it's so refreshing to hear a woman say that they're not fans of Taylor and Beyonce. Really? Are we, is that where we're at? Um, speak up. If you're not a fan, you're not a fan. Sorry. I, I don't play this game anymore of, oh, you, you know, the beehive is coming for you or the Swifties. I don't give two fucks. Uh, where the, where's the beehive live? Who, who cares? There isn't a hive. Yeah, y'all are online trolls. Fine. Okay. I immensely respect Beyonce. Beyonce changed me with her Coachella, uh, that whole performance that she did at Coachella like three or four years ago. The amount of time, choreography, meaning behind it, that did it for me. I was like, all right, she's, it's, it's like another level, right? It's like a Prince level. But I'm, I'm sorry, I think even if Prince were alive, I don't think he could command the audience that Taylor Swift. The Taylor, these like Taylor Swift sold out stadiums. Dudes, I don't even know that we get a, a, a Super Bowl event. I mean, Super Bowl is it that is as sold out as her. And I, I, I'm going to say it, unpopular opinion, but I think, I think Taylor Swift is actually bigger than Beyonce. I think, and in my measure of this is in the 90s, Michael Jackson played the Super Bowl. And he popped up on stage and he stood there for 90 seconds before he even hit a note. Like he just took in the audience screaming and yelling and like losing their minds. I oh, just a little feedback here. I don't think anybody would do that. Like, I don't think audiences would put up with that shit for, I think they'd be yelling except for Taylor and maybe Beyonce. I'm sorry. I think they'd think there was something wrong with Harry Styles. You know, what, are you choking on Olivia Wilde salad dressing? What the fuck? Get going. It's 90 seconds. I mean, I just do. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh. Sorry. It's just how I feel. I, I, I think Taylor Swift right now, we are witnessing the Michael Jackson of our era. I do. And maybe we'll see if Beyonce's tour could maybe rival that because people will be so interested, but short of that. Um, the other thing that I thought was real, again, I, I'm, you know, I'm feeling very like uh, inspired today. Okay. The other story I read was the, or, and I, and I want to tell you this too, because I'm also, I would love to do a whole topic on this because I, I think this is curious about my life too. Lots of times the things that we don't even think are going to be hits become hits in our lives, Right. And I'm wondering for you guys if it's the same with your career, whatever your occupation is, right? You, you work in business and maybe they ask you to come up with some idea and it's like last minute, it's the shittiest idea you've ever come up with and it's a huge runaway success. And the company is like, congratulations, Lisa Ann, you're getting a promotion. This was the greatest idea. And you were like, oh my God, I was hungover. Uh, my kids were yelling. I was like, I turned on Coco Melon. I ignored them for five hours and came up with this like half-ass idea and now it's a hit. I just, I, I find that to be so interesting because that seems to happen to me in my life um, with a lot of things. And then it, even, I was even thinking back to my audition for the Kane show, although I really wanted that. I really wanted that. Um, and, and I got it and it was, it was amazing. Uh, but I'm trying to think of like, I don't know, even, even like doing when I used to do, you know, Sarah's Dirty Dirty. I think I didn't even think that it was like anything important. And then people would be like, oh my God. I heard your celebrity dirt uh, update. And I'm like, really? God, I didn't even think anything of it. 
it was like when I stood outside, uh, when I stood in DuPont Circle in Washington, D.C., in the heart of Washington, D.C., in a bikini for the very first time at 31, I still get people I don't even know that will message me and go, hey, I was so inspired by that like six years ago. I'm like, really? I never thought anything of it. I think we needed a bit for that day for the radio. I was like, I'll get down, get in my bikini. We'll talk about body positivity. Really? Well, the story behind, I got sucked into the story behind the iconic Vanderpump Rules theme song. You know, it's time, uh, you know that it's our time. These are the best days of our lives. Let's raise our glasses high. This one's for you tonight. Okay, those are some of the famous lyrics from the Vanderpump Rules theme song, which of course is titled Raise Your Glass. And, um, Its inception happened back in 2013. Fans of Bravo, of course, know and love the show. And the song is having a huge resurgence at various events. People are playing it in nightclubs. They're remixing Razor Glass. Even DJ James Kennedy did. And so now a lot of people are asking the singer-songwriter, Dina Deadly, um, told Rolling Stone, people are enjoying it, and joy is radical in these times. I'm just glad to be a part of that. I'm just so happy that people love it and are rocking out to it in the club. So but she goes on in this story to talk about when she wrote that, it was with her husband. They wanted to be huge art performing artists. Like, you know, they wanted to be traveling, doing a world tour, all this stuff. But their manager said to them, you know, you ought to really start writing commercially for TV shows. Open yourself up to it because you can make a lot of money which they have now on Raise Your Glass, the Vanderpump Rules song. She said they did it. They were fine. You know, it was kind of a slow burn at first. But of course, this year, they've seen incredible, you know, royalty rights from it. And she even went on and performed in 2016 for Andy Cohen and Lisa Vanderpump, which she says was one of the most amazing experiences. It was just so dope, so fun, so welcoming. Lisa was amazing and gracious to me. But I think what's amazing is she says, raise your glass, even though it's been a longtime fan favorite, they really didn't think anything of an, of the phenomenon. She said she's grateful now in the end, but she was so focused on other things when she wrote the song. She was even thinking and plotting in her mind about being on the Oprah Winfrey show. Um, she says now she's grateful for the song because she's going through a divorce with her husband, who she co-wrote the song with, and they continue to receive royalty rights. Um For Deadly, the phenomenon around the Vanderpump Rules theme song is divine timing, and she's endlessly grateful for the goodness it brings in her life. Never give up, because 10 years later, something could arise that ignites something in you again and reminds you that there are avenues and there's a way forward. She says that's what the song does for her now. Certainly this song, having the longevity it's had and resurging right now in this period of my life, is so poetic and so perfect. So there you go. I just thought that was so great, right? Because lots of times in our lives, we do throwaway shit and then it like <laughs> catches, I don't know, for me. It's like like partnering with David Leontip. I'm sure a lot of you guys that listen to me on Tuesdays are, are my OG fans that have followed me for 100 years. And you guys know, you know, all my story and, you know, the next, cha- I can't wait for the next chapter and the next to share with you guys. And I get to share with along with your lives and highs and lows. But one of the things that surprised me this past year is teaming up with this podcaster, David Yontif. We do two podcast episodes a week. To be honest with you, I didn't really give a shit. We do Bravo recaps of Bravo shows. I didn't particularly give a shit about any of the... I mean, I watch Housewives. I've watched Housewives for a decade. So I do know all that's going on. But <clears throat> I never really gave a shit about any of the gossip. I never read it. And then David said to me, hey, why don't we just team up and see what happens? And now... 
I get so many messages and so many new fans that discover the podcast from it. And I'm like, wow, that's something I never, I don't even think I put any thought into until about two weeks ago. I was like, you know what? You ought to pay attention to this because people are like, <laughs> so just curious if that happens in your life. All right. Uh, you guys join my Reddit as we talked about. Love for you to review the podcast on Apple Podcasts. Subscribe anywhere you listen to the show. So Spotify, Apple, hit that subscribe button. Become a regular listener. Go and give me a review. I'd love to hear, you know, something you love about the show, something you would change or improve on. You're like probably like, yeah, stop talking about fucking Bravo. We're over it. <laughs> or that. All right. Bye, everybody. Bye.